why is it that so many people know what to do? They want to do it. They know they're going to do it. They say they're going to do it. And then what happens? They don't do it. Hey, this is Blake Sloan. I've been selling real estate over 14 years. Our team of highly trained professionals along with our unmatched marketing has sold thousands of homes here in the Myrtle Beach area. And this is how we do it. Just because it's been frustrating for me to understand and really just, I think it's a big opportunity for everyone. Why is it that so many people know what to do? They want to do it. They know they're going to do it. They say they're going to do it. And then what happens? They don't do it. Right? We do this all the time in terms of us and how we operate, and uh, myself included in some things. But I just noticed that the really most people that, that struggle both in real estate, let me set this for a spotlight here, is that a lot of times people have a certain intention to do it. They have a great intention to do it. They want to do it. They're really committed to do it. And then what happens? Don't do it. And what's crazy, and they know they should do it. And I've just been studying this a lot over and over and over of like, how can I help people and help them understand that? And a lot of times it comes down to, to the word here which is motivation. What does that mean to you guys? Okay. Yeah, what else? What's that? Drives you. All right, what else? Purpose. Purpose. Yep. And so the motivation that anybody has, I notice, is really kind of the cost of entry. Right? There's a cost of entry, meaning that's how you get in there in terms of having any type of success, any type of anything, any type of beginning. But there's a huge problem with motivation. What, what's the problem? It dies out, right? Doesn't matter who you are, it dies out at some point. The problem that most people do is they put all their eggs into one basket, and that basket comes down to the motivation basket. Just like on our day challenge, we start out, spend a lot of time doing it, Right, we're able to plan it out, and all of a sudden, two weeks in, what happens? This is gone. And it really comes down to the gap between this piece here and the result everybody wants in the back end, which is kind of a big, big problem. And so, it happens in the, the daily schedule, it happens in how we show up for our goals, it happens in how we show up and how we eat, and everything we do, right? It comes down to that, and I think that's a big challenge that people run into that I want them to understand the key things about behavior. Now, I want you guys to start studying your own behavior, and that really helps us be able to go deeper, understand what drives us in that piece. What do you think something that's more powerful than motivation? Okay, what else? That's part of it. Discipline also does what? Yeah, but discipline also dies out too because discipline is usually connected to what? My motivation, right? I'm really disciplined my eating. I really want to get, you know, skinny, do these things, and all of a sudden I kind of get there. Then what usually happens to discipline? Goes away, right? It's one of those things that we all kind of run into. And so it's really something I really have gotten into. Why do certain things happen a certain way? Why do people show up two or three days on point in the huddle doing great, and all of a sudden they disappear for another two days or three days or six days or vice versa, right? It comes down to this piece. What's more powerful than motivation? Habits. Why? What does that mean? Why do you think that's more powerful than motivation? <laughs> yes, I like the way you put that. Habits are not negotiable, whether they're conscious or subconscious. Right? Example of that in a way of a habit, many of you all brought your phone in today to work, but guess what you didn't do? You didn't consciously think about it. I need to get my phone to make sure I'm bringing my phone today. 
Those are the things that we do subconsciously over and over and over in terms of power. And so I want you guys to understand and analyze what are my tiny habits that are helping drive my behavior. Super, super important for us to understand this. And I want you guys to understand and really go into what's my behavior, what's my schedule, why do I do the things I do, why am I not consistent while I show up. All these things are driven by my habits, both good and bad. It's a big aha for me going through this, not this piece, but a formula I came across in reading a book that I think is very, very powerful in that piece. And it really, it goes down to what's made me, made me successful, right, in business over the years, helped me be able to dig out from being on my own to, you know, growing a team, to growing a company. It all comes down to how do you establish and have these certain habits. And it comes down to showing up to huddles, making phone calls and all these things. But I always couldn't understand why can some people do it one or two days and not do it the other days. It comes down to understanding their behavior. I'm going to write a formula down for you that is pretty helpful for me. It's called B equals MAP. B equals MAP. What do you think that means? Behavior. What's a behavior? Yeah, it's repeated action in terms of how people work, right? I think I wrote that down to you can usually analyze what your behavior is, but a lot of times behavior is a result of these things that you do. Number one, right, equals motivation. Second piece is ability. Why do you think that's on there? No. This is a big aha for me, especially if I'm brand new in real estate. My behavior, I'm sorry, my ability here comes down to how good I am at something. So I can have a big time motivation, very, very high motivation, goes down very quickly, right? It wanes and dies fast based on my ability. So if I'm brand new at something and understanding this, I have a big time motivation in the beginning, but I get really good really quick. Being that I got to study very quickly, understand the psychology very quickly, get very, very good at the actual skill set that goes along with this to help me get across that line before I, what happens? The motivation goes down. Because if I do so, I get good enough at it, where all of a sudden I like it, I enjoy it, then what happens to my motivation then? Goes back up, which is super important overall in that scenario. Now, here's a crazy thing that really kind of is a big aha for me, and some of you may get it or not. The third piece, which is something I haven't really taught before that was a big aha for me, was the prompt. This is where most people miss certain things. This is where a lot of times things aren't done the way they are. I want you guys to look at prompt and understand the word prompt as a trigger. What do you think that means there? A trigger. So now I have behavior equals motivation plus ability plus prompt, a.k.a. trigger. Right? Like for me, I, I, I switched to prompt. So like last night I had a tough day. When I got that prompt, I had to switch my habit out, so I went out and walked on the boardwalk. Right? But there's a different piece here. But I want you guys to understand motivation and ability. So motivation, this is a combination of all three. So motivation's high. Ability, right, can be lower, middle, high. My prompt, everyone here is triggered by certain things that make you do or don't do something. Most of those are what? Or they're, they're, they're subconscious. So meaning that I don't really understand that why I do what I do, right? I don't really understand why I have it or what it is, but it's a cue or a trigger to execute a behavior, which is very important, right? It triggers you to do or not do your desired behavior. So a lot of times, a lot of times we have a prompt to come in, I want to make my calls, do certain things, but overall I have this prompt to do what? Scroll Facebook. Whatever it is, we all have these natural prompts in terms of that. And so I want you guys to start understanding the prompt behavior. And all these here equal what? Habit. 
my big aha from this going through this is that everyone here is driven in their behavior by your motivation, your ability, and your prompt. And so what's a way to really help against that? Yes, you've got to create prompts or triggers in your life that allow you to do that. And what really big aha for me is what? Same time, same place, every day. Very, very important. The reason we have people coming into a huddle at the same time, the same exact every day is to help do what? Build a habit. I have the discipline, a habit to make sure I can be there, have me put myself in the same exact place in the same way to help discipline my mind so I can do certain things. Then I transition right into doing what? Dials. Dials. Which ultimately I got to build for myself what? Prompts here to stick with that and make sure I can do that piece of it, which is very, very, very important. And I want you guys to understand how do I build triggers into my life, my schedule, my daily habits here that I can have these things that look at my behavior. But what's really fascinating with me is understanding how does some only do two days a week? How can some make it three days a week? When you have something that's as big as a career and making or break my success and paying my bills and having the things I want in my life. And I want you guys to think about and understand what's been my behavior and look back at what are my triggers that make me have these certain things. Or my prompts. For me, right, I have to be out my door by a certain time no matter what. I guess what happens? I miss huddle. But am I late for the huddle? No, why? Because I have certain prompts here no matter what. You know what it is? 845. Thanks, Father. Pretty close. That was strategic, right? But also, I know that if I can pull out, leave that time, the bridge here has a red on it. Guess what I can do? Go around, go the other way, still making your own time. Right? Because there's a certain prompt that was built. I understand that based on these certain things that we have in a certain way. And so what's the value of having prompts built in? It has to do with the same time, same place every day. Why? Yes, but you mentioned the same thing. You started getting success when you started doing what? Just showing up, doing the same thing. Right? Showing up, doing the same thing. Why? Because when my motivation's low that day... I'm still pretty good at what I'm doing. What comes in to help save me? Trigger. My trigger of doing what? Just actually doing it. Right? This morning, I didn't want to do anything at the gym. I was super tired. First couple sets, all of a sudden, right, started doing it. And guess what? About the third group that we were in, guess what happened? I started feeling on fire. I started feeling good. But the, 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 what got me through it is what? Not motivation, a decent ability, and a prompt just to be there and start the whole thing over. Built through what? Repetition of a habit. And I want you guys to understand that the tiny habits that you have equal big ass results. Now, what a lot of people hate having to do, what a lot of people hate doing? Deeper than that? The same thing over and over. Yes. An undisciplined mind hates to do the same thing over and over and over. I'll say it again. An undisciplined mind hates to do the same thing over and over and over. Why? They're driven by the monkey brain. Right? The piece of them that wants to do all this over and over. That's why you see people come in and they're doing the craziest morning. Things that don't need to be done. Things that aren't even really beneficial to them long term. Why? And it shows me as a leader, and I've been, I couldn't find a way to put this into words until recently, is that shows me that person still has an undisciplined mind. 
And I don't really care about that from a result standpoint. I care about them as a person standpoint because as a leader, I think, how do I help them have what they need to have to be successful? And the big aha for me is in they have to have the discipline mind. So if someone shows up two or three days a week to a huddle out of five days, guess what it shows me? They care. They want to be here, right? But looking at the formula a lot of times, there is some, it tends to be an undisciplined mind here that comes in that helps not have the right prompts the right pieces of here, or, you know, their ability is not growing as fast as they needed to. You guys hear me on this, or am I losing you? Super, super important to look at in that aspect. And how do I build certain prompts? What kind of prompts could be? One's called a person prompt, which is internal, right? You have all these prompts, you don't really know what they are. So when you're sitting there, and your stomach growls, what do you think? Hungry, guess what that is? It's a prompt from your body, from yourself. Right? These small prompts that you don't really even notice or prompts are happening to you all day, every day. And so my goal for today is to have you guys just say, look, let me start sit back a little bit and understanding my behavior and how do I look at these three things together and how they operate, my motivation, my ability. But I want you guys to look at this big thing today, prompts. What do you have built in both proactive, meaning I do it on purpose, like you mentioned, so I mentioned calendar, right? One's called a context. One's called action. Context could be certain things like a sticky note. Could be a calendar notification. But the thing I want you guys to understand is that we all need to do what? Build in certain prompts into our day to allow us to be able to lean on our overall habits that we have that we can build out in this piece here. Why? Why does that matter? Why am I even teaching that? There's so much power in just showing up and not have to think about it and allow yourself to have some type of cruise control to just prompt yourself into what you need to do. Yep, and there's a reason that the sales on the board are much higher people that are here versus people that aren't here. Why? It comes down to behavior that's stacked up over time through days and months and weeks. I can just be sitting in the thing and I start to have somebody else has a conversation with someone else on the phone, guess what happens? To prompt, hey look, man, I should probably talk to people because this dude's talking to somebody beside me, or this lady is, right? So I want to make sure I'm understanding that I have these prompts. So here's the thing. I want you guys to have this, this written down. After I blank, which is the anchor, I will new habit. New habit. After I blank, I will blank. After I brush my teeth, I will floss my teeth. Right? Simple things that are triggered by a certain prompt that we build in. Now, does it happen now the first time? It has to be repeated significantly. In the book, we talk, they talk about uh, a certain scientific thing they did 66 days of doing that. A lot of times builds that prompt. But I want you guys to understand a simple prompt can be what? A notification on your phone that you need to do XYZ. At this time place. You all with me on this? What are you hearing? Yeah, because those things can be what? Negative prompts that suck you back into doing something else. Right? Because a lot of times, here's the deal. The problem is shit you like to do doesn't get you paid. Or me paid. Right? So we have to do what? Build into our, ourselves this skill set of behavior which breaks down my motivation, my ability, and my prompts. I always thought about motivation over and over. I always, man, what happens to people? They just fall off. Because it's human nature. But if I can build against that, increase my ability, period.
So I understand that, but I want to be successful. Hopefully I have enough motivation in the beginning to push me through till my ability gets good. And then I can sustain that for a little while until I can build what? The right problems. But I want you to go back to what Alex talked about from the environmental piece, right? Where am I building my environment or having that disability for me to help do that? And there's something here they teach on. It's pretty powerful. That just talks about uh, this is my motivation. This is my, I guess, ability, right, down here. All right, ability. And then they have here this line that goes like this. In the graph here, this is something that motivation extremely high, motivation extremely low. This is something that's very hard. This is something that's very easy. You guys with me on this? This behavior model. And so the key is to what? I've got to find myself to get above this line here. When? I get to get myself across the line as fast as possible. But as my motivation's high, right, the harder it is, the more I'm going to get it done. But here's the deal. Motivation's high, right? Easy as super gets done. But here's the problem. My motivation's low, but it's hard. Guess what happens? Because my motivation's low at that point. Replying to emails. Checking my emails, scrolling some Facebook, maybe I might even... Calling people, texting people back. Yeah, respond to people, something like that. And so ideally, if I look at my schedule, my piece, when am I have the highest motivation? 5 p.m.? Morning. Morning. Which is why it's so important for me to do what? Make dials in the morning, protect my mind in the morning, make sure I have what? The right prompts built in to allow me to be here to make sure I'm making dials. Big time. Big time, big time. You guys making sense? For anybody who's been here for a while, this is, some, this is not some you know, ground changing, you know, life changing, but I want you guys to understand that I want you to start looking a lot deeper here. Where are my behaviors in my life driving my results in both good and bad? This has to do with my relationships at home, right? My family, my kids, my eating, the way I show up and how I operate as a human, especially business and how I operate in business, but these things make a big difference. You guys with me on this? And so I want to build in prompts. Prompts can be notifications to your phone, reminders to your phone, certain things you have. One example they use in the book is if I want to journal, right, in the morning, one of the things that everybody wants to journal, what will they not do? They don't do it, they don't have time to do it, right? So one of the ways to have a prompt will be to do what? Trigger, which would be what? Okay, you have a trigger. Okay. So perfect example. You want to have your journal where? In a certain place where you can see it so you can't miss it in that scenario, so all of a sudden it becomes what? Trigger. Right? In that scenario. And then the trigger after a while becomes what? Habit, right? So I stack the same, same way in the same place every single morning, driven by a certain trigger I have, and I have to make sure I'm done with my stacks or two stacks by 815 at the latest. And I watch the clock, right? If you notice, I send that video to you all about where? About 8 o'clock every morning. Sometimes earlier, because I may find one in my first three or four ones I watch. That starts from 7.15 to 8.15. But it has to be built into what? My trigger point. So a lot of mornings, I don't want to do a stack. But thankfully, I have built up what? A tiny habit of doing stacks other mornings when motivation was high. So all of a sudden, the same prompt comes in. Guess what it does? It carries me through the times I don't want to have the motivation to do it. Y'all with me on this? Is all I want you to take from this is how do I build my schedule 
into a way that I can lean on my certain problems and certain things along my ability to keep up my motivations out there. That's how most successful people do because what do they do? They all have the same 24 hours. We all have the same that we, way that we operate. Does that make sense, you guys? What are you hearing? Yes. That's why I was going to have the quote here. It just talks about is that uh, you can analyze why behavior happened, which means you can stop blaming your behavior on the wrong things like character and self-discipline. You can use a model for change behavior in yourself and other people. I can understand the same thing with my clients. So a lot of times we blame it on self-discipline. We do what? We let ourselves off the hook, say we don't have it, but ultimately we're not understanding the behavioral model here. Eliminate it or change it. You can swap a habit out with something else, or I can find a way to eliminate certain triggers that may trigger me in that piece. It could be people, it could be things, whatever it is, but I want you to take it away from today. How do I start doing what? Looking into this and just questioning my behavior and take it through this model here.